0: This is funny because a lot of guys will not remember all the times that they've gotten rejected because (laughs) they're more likely to like shoot their shot like multiple times a day. Even oh my god, you know, like whether it's through the DM, sliding up on the Insta story, yeah, sliding up on Twitter, whatever. Hello, hello, hi. Hey guys, it's your host, Emma Desam here with our fifth episode of Before, Before we, we Make, make It. it. Woo. Welcome
1: to today's episode, guys. If you're hearing this, we are super duper close to the new year. It's absolutely insane. It's very exciting.
0: <laughs> Who knew so 2021 excited. could come by this fast in the middle of a worldwide pandemic where things are looking up, thankfully, with a vaccine. If you have gotten it, Please tell us about your experience because we have a couple friends that have, and it's crazy how fast things are accelerating. For sure. Also, I feel like twenty twenty didn't even happen. It happened,
1: but it went by <laughs> so insanely fast. Like I remember January twenty twenty like it was yesterday. It's crazy. What did you do during that month? Do you remember? Yeah, I turned twenty one. <laughs> so that should say enough. It was it was a very fun month. Uh, honestly, the first few months of twenty twenty were incredible. And then Mm -hmm. it just, boom, March happened. Okay.
0: I feel like that's how it was for literally everyone. Yeah. It was the
1: most magical few months
0: of like I've ever had. Yeah. <laughs> no, everyone was like, this is the time to focus on myself. Like I feel like 2019 was the grind year. Like everyone was working so mm-hmm. hard. And then 2021 was supposed to be at enjoyment, finding yourself, reflection. And I remember I was literally in Barcelona, January 1st, like New Year's. And I was like, wow, this is insane. Like I'm here on a major holiday. And if it's only about to get better. And then of course, quarantine hit. And then mm-hmm. and I went from traveling the world to being isolated in my house. But we'll so. get back to that. We'll get back to traveling the world one day. Yeah, no, for <laughs> sure. For sure. <laughs> so
1: let's start off with a reality check. Let's talk about our holidays, how everything went for you.
0: How was your Christmas Eve? oh man and christmas (laughs) yeah everything was really nice like it was sweet i you know i had this reflection during christmas because i used to be such a stickler for having things my way when Mm -hmm. it came to important holidays like i would want everyone to wrap presents in advance so i could look forward to them under the tree and like have that visual Mm -hmm. representation of like their love for me in a way and i would also want to have very specific like morning routines on Christmas morning and, you know, make the hot chocolate and have photos to take and just have everyone go to Yeah, rotation and whatnot. And this year I think I simply cared more about the who and not the what mm-hmm. I wanted to spend time with people that I loved. And I wanted to do things without having the fear of like, Oh, are people going to think I'm having a good time on like social media, etc. Mm-hmm. And so I simply just gave up on the whole like digital realm of recording things. <laughs> and I just enjoyed everything in the moment. I loved Christmas morning. It was so peaceful and there was no rush to get out of bed. And we all just like lounged around all day. And it was so So nice.
1: Oh, that's literally like the best kind of Christmas. That's kind of what we did. But we also do that. No, like we do that. Every year during Christmas break time, <laughs> we just sit around and watch a bunch of movies because my brother comes into town and he's here for like two weeks. So he's trying to show us a ton of different shows and movies. And that's honestly like the main thing that we do. But this year we just had like a small dinner. My dad made some salmon, which was so so good. Dude. My mom
0: made salmon too, actually. Really? Yeah, for Christmas dinner. Aww.
1: Yeah, and we've never had that before. Normally we do like Thanksgiving food and like tamales and everything, but it was salmon. It was so good. It was like, mayonnaise uh sriracha brown sugar it sounds very weird but like so freaking good and then we just like what did we do i think we had hot chocolate that we did have hot chocolate that night and all went to bed pretty early got up like at eight the next morning of course like i said in the last podcast episode my mom was like up before all of us and so she came into all of our rooms like Tori, I'm a sad. Merry Christmas. Let's go. Had to hurry downstairs. Aww. We opened our gifts. Um, we got to visit family with like double masks on and oh spend gosh. a little bit of time with them. And then we came back home and we kind of just like relaxed for the rest of the day. We all had our chocolate. We sat by the fire and we all talked about what we were grateful for, which is. <sighs> very cheesy but that's like so yeah it was really sweet honestly it was it was a really really great way to end christmas and then we had ramen at night oh so. my god it was a perfect day <laughs> just like lots of food and family and just like being together was really like all i wanted mm-hmm. um especially because like i didn't know what to
0: expect this christmas as like did anybody because it was so yeah. different but it was really nice that's good now i understand why or where your obsession with ramen comes from because oh my gosh. you creep it <laughs> all the time and i'm like I guess it's just, like, run to the Garza family. No, no. It's, like, I mean, a lot of people love, have a passion for ramen. Well, this ramen,
1: it was, like, the super, like, 50-cent Maruchan. Like, you know, my daddy he he does, like, a big pot with, like, a bunch of other ingredients Mm. in it. So it's really good. But, no, real ramen, like, is (laughs) out of this world. You need to try it.
0: Well, fun fact, ramen is Korean, and I have had a real ramen in Korea, and it's literally the best, but they make it so spicy sometimes, mm, and the correct pronunciation it. is actually ramyeon. Oh, no way. Which is super funny because it's so different from ramen. Um, so You learn new things every day. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so, guys... Merry Christmas to you. We never got to say that on our last episode. And Happy New Year. We're going to talk about what we're truly obsessed with right now because the end of 2021... Oh, whoa. (laughs) Got ahead of myself there. The end of 2020 is coming rapidly and it's never a bad time to be obsessed with good podcasts, fuzzy socks, and other things. Wow. That was like wallpaper material. That was a great segue. (laughs) So yeah, for me, I've been really obsessed with this podcast called Robinette Snacks. It is about investing and in the stock market. It's something that I've been trying to incorporate into my life because I want to start saving, etc. The Robin app is wonderful. And this podcast is the most entertaining thing I've ever heard that has to do with investing because a lot of people may find it like boring or too complicated. But I swear, like these two guys are hilarious. They're out of this world. They're so good. They're punny. They have a little rap song mm-hmm. they sing at the beginning. It's so amazing and I've been loving it. Fuzzy socks slash slippers. I found these on Bed Bath & Beyond and they're these little like Socks, but they're slippers, as in they oh. cover your entire foot, and they have like fuzzy outings on the outline. It's so comfortable, <laughs> and it's like my favorite thing to like walk around in. And of course, like, for cute. I'm on TikTok now, so if you guys want to follow me, Dissam underscore all three three. And TikTok has been also a really interesting thing to see what's happening. I know, I saw your TikTok yesterday, I,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. The December to January, or the January to December, and it was
0: just like yeah. shots of you in my room for December. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because again, it went from traveling the world to being in a room, <laughs> <no. laughs> picking up an apartment all the time. So
1: yeah, it was so funny. No, I'm excited for your TikTok journey.
0: It's Thank actually you. very fun.
1: Like, oh, Emma, too guys. Yeah, follow me. Um, at Emma is Rain R A Y N E super fine. I don't really know what I'm doing on there, but I'm having fun. But as far as my uh, recent obsessions, I've been super into skincare. Mm. Just watching different and I honestly I have TikToks to thank for this because I love the skincare videos and watching people mm. do their skin stuff before bed Sweetie. and like oh, uh, it's just so satisfying. So I've been loving skincare, specifically the Kiehl's Midnight Recovery Concentrate, which is basically like a serum, mm. and other serums such as the peptide serum from The Ordinary. I got it at Ulta for like I think $12. Mm. And I mean, it's like a good size serum. So super duper excited. Like the midnight recovery one has oh, some people are not gonna like this. Um, but it has essential oils, which oh. <laughs> people say like the fragrance is like not good for your skin. I just really love to smell it. And mm. I only put like two little small drops, but I love the way it makes my skin feel. It's just super soft and just like relaxed I don't know how to explain it it's amazing as far as other things go I've been super duper obsessed with the crime junkie podcast which this podcast I mean it's been around for a few years I think but I have been loving it especially on long car rides from here to college station and back (laughs) it is the premium podcast like as far as crime stories go it's these two girls one of them tells like most of the story and her best friend provides like really funny commentary. And it's just like really interesting to hear about all of the different cases. Like there's some missing persons cases, some that were like murders and then some that are unsolved, like just, really really interesting the way they tell it is so good you're just like extremely hooked from the second they start talking <laughs>
0: yeah i remember when you turned it on in the car and i was like wow this is actually really captivating yeah <laughs> because there's two people that are in a dialogue but one of them is telling the story and the other one is like reacting as if they yeah, were yeah 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 and so good I'm because like, oh. they're like wait but that doesn't make sense Yeah, <laughs> well, she's <laughs> the sister not the girlfriend dude i even remember that yeah. It, yeah it's so interesting and i yeah. was like looking up top 25 podcasts on apple just to see and crime junkie was on there and yeah like, wow it's like really famous she yeah they're really good at storytelling just the way that
1: like i mean it's the main host um and of course like Yana said her friend is the one that provides the commentary but so good so mm-hmm. definitely recommend that if you're into something like crime related it's definitely great for long road trips so
0: love sure. that. okay so let's talk post-holiday blues. We're navigating wow. right now, just, you know, mm-hmm. the awkward space between Christmas and New Year's. And how would you say you feel after post-Christmas oh depression? It's
1: in? I mean, honestly, it's really the worst (laughs) there's a song by casey musgraves called christmas makes me cry i kid you not yeah so pessimistic so but it's like it's true and no one talks about it because Mm. she's saying like how it's so beautiful and how it's such a great time but it's also sad because you build up all of this momentum towards christmas and then suddenly it's just over on christmas day Mm -hmm. like i don't like christmas day after like the morning i mean it's nice to be with family and it's you know That's, like, the best part, obviously, but it just makes me sad because I know that we're going to have to put the Christmas decorations down soon, and people are going to stop listening to Christmas music, stop celebrating, and that part is just very, very hard for me. Like, I was uh, lip-syncing that song. (laughs) Why? We were driving home last night, and I was thinking of that song, uh, Christmas Makes Me Cry, and I was looking out the window and, like, lip-syncing. Oh, my god! <laughs> Just because it resonates Super with dramatic. me. like Yeah, when you get the chance. Concert in the car. When you get the chance, listen to
0: it. But that's always such a weird time for me. What about you? Yeah, it's sad because we don't take away, like, the decorations for quite a while because I don't want them to, like, see mm-hmm. them leave because it makes the house, like, seem so much emptier unless mm-hmm. you replace them with something. But honestly, the closest holiday afterwards is New Year's and then, like, Valentine's Day. Exactly, So yeah. it's not really, like decoration-worthy. Yeah. But Christmas is just so special,
1: though. So It just makes me sad to, like, have to put everything away. And mm -hmm. every year, I always feel like I didn't watch
0: enough Christmas movies, like Uh, I didn't do enough Christmas things. I know. For some reason, this hit went more stronger when I was younger because I just felt like the build-up was so exciting, Mm -hmm. especially when you're a kid and you're, like, giddy for, like, the presents Mm -hmm. and all the little traditions. Yeah. But then I forget that it happens once a year, Mm -hmm. and the years have been flying by way faster recently. Recently. Like, I don't know if you can relate, but mm-hmm. when you grow up, like, it's just the years just go by so much quicker. And when I was younger, I used to think a whole 12 months for it to be Christmas again like, that's crazy. Yeah. Like, that's such a huge amount of time. But now it's like flying by. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And you honestly technically wait just until around
1: August, September, because that's when fall <laughs> people start putting out decorations for oh, fall, pumpkin spice latte, and then it kind of just segues really easily mm-hmm. into Christmas. So, the Last like five or what is it? Four months of the year yeah. like are my favorite because there's so much happening and mm. it's just the warmest time. I love it. And also at the end of every year, so AKA Christmas, that's when I see my family, yeah. the like my extended family. And so, oh. so it's just, I mean, I see like my aunts and cousins and grandparents, obviously a lot throughout the year. But towards the end of the year, it's, like, the extended family that I never see. Mm. And so seeing everybody grow after a year mm. and then, like, only seeing them, like, you know, once a year at the end of the year, it's just so eye-opening because it's, like, oh, my God, we're growing up, you know? Yeah. And it's, that I think that's, like, part of the reason why these last few days between, like, Christmas and New Year's are just a little wonky.
0: I love that. I love that. It, it makes you almost pause in time and just realize, wow, like, time is really, like – flying past us and mm-hmm. we have to remember to reflect and enjoy and just be present like we always say but i guess that's different for me because i never see like extended family on christmas mm-hmm. for those of you that don't know like my immediate family it's all in south korea my extended family as well so i literally just have my parents and my brother here and because i see them all the time it's becoming less special but Once you go off to college and my brother's a freshman right now, like you start to crave just coming home to like this warm, welcoming environment that makes you feel like you could be a child again Mm -hmm. with no responsibilities. Yeah. And you cherish those moments more too, which I think is really great. Yeah, no, I really miss my mom's cooking. Mm. I remember I would complain <laughs> about like having to eat the same things all the time or just rice <laughs> all the time or whatever. And then I would come home and I'd be like so grateful to have any sort of like warm home cooked meal, yeah. like just ready without mm-hmm. me having to prepare anything or even do the dishes. Like my parents literally spoil me when I'm home. Mm-hmm. So honestly i want to try some of your mom's food i know you need to she made this really good rice wrap with shrimp and avocado Ooh, and like lettuce and yeah like a spring oh roll gosh, but it sounds so good yeah it's like koreanized Korean. and <laughs> so so good it's actually really healthy too Ooh. yeah so i will definitely buy i side. love the variety really and truly like yeah. it seems like every single thing she makes is so unique <laughs> it's different, but then when you're eating it all the time, like you get used to it and then you're like, oh wait, this isn't Whataburger. This isn't <laughs> a Burger King. Like this is not typical American food. Yeah. Does she ever make like other sorts of things like chicken nuggets, spaghetti? Oh yeah. She definitely like tries her hand in American dishes. Like she'll mm-hmm. make steak. Okay. She'll, she's tried hamburgers, hot dogs, like mm-hmm. the nine yards, but it's never as good yeah, as, what as her other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but, okay. When well, we're looking back at 2020, do you feel like you accomplished a lot this year? Okay. I
1: always do this. Anytime you bring up a point, I'm like, oh, I saw a quote. Oh, I saw a wallpaper or whatever. No, but I did actually it. see a quote. And it was just last night as I was falling asleep. It was just saying that you should not feel bad for feeling you didn't accomplish a lot this year because need I say more, it was (laughs) 2020 and that you should just be proud that you made it to December, Mm -hmm. which is a lot more than a lot of people could say. Mm -hmm. So to answer your question, just like in a literal sense, I do feel like I did accomplish a lot, Mm -hmm. but I also feel like there were a lot of gaps in between accomplishing things that were... Do really difficult to hurdle through it was a really hard year and there were definitely bouts of sadness and just realizations about how quick life goes and mm-hmm. Of course like with any year, I think there are obviously difficult time periods even if there isn't a global pandemic going on mm-hmm. but overall I feel like I feel proud of myself, honestly, for continuing to get up every day and do school, um, work on student
0: orgs. If you're a really, student. Yeah,
1: just like keep working towards being a better version of myself. I really think that I started getting into a new part of myself with that this year. Mm-hmm. And I honestly feel proud. Like of course you could have always done better, but especially considering the kind of year it was, I think there was a lot of accomplishment had. So what yeah. about you? I mean, you did a lot this year.
0: Yeah, 2020 a lot. <laughs> was really good. I think it taught me a lot about what I actually want in my life mm-hmm. because I think it did for everyone too. For sure. I mean, there were a lot of unprecedented things that happened and mm-hmm. therefore like unexpected decisions that I made that were maybe off the plan that I set for 2020 yeah. or different, challenging, fearful, etc. But I did them out of sheer excitement and passion and a desire to grow through them for instance like starting you know this podcast and my other podcast radically honest follow us on instagram at radicallypod mm-hmm. <laughs> and also starting my channel actually for youtube yeah. when i was posting travel vlogs at the beginning of this year and you know like now just starting tiktok and reaching out to people that i never would have in the past to either just create a connection or interview them on the podcast like i think it's taught me a lot about expanding my horizons and how starting ugly is so vital to any sort of progress mm-hmm. and i think i've just learned that life is too short to worry about the what ifs or the oh i'm not good enoughs or the oh like i can't do this etc mm-hmm. because something a friend told me recently was like if you're not going to do it then someone else is mm-hmm. and you're, you're yeah and you're just letting like your spark kind of be distinguished by the fear that right now. Like it's not good. You know, for instance, my channel, my YouTube channel is so bad at the beginning and it still kind of is, But (laughs) you know, I'm so glad I started because I figured out like what I made for and what I need to do better at, which is being resourceful and like being more inspired to do things with originality and purpose and creativity. and, Mm -hmm. And so like, I guess like my perspective on my life and the potentialities of it like has really expanded mm-hmm. and I'm grateful for that even though nothing went as planned. For what sure. What about you? No, that's like, oh my gosh. I love what you said about
1: starting ugly. I mean, we talked about this in the last episode too, but that was such a huge reminder this year just to start the thing. Mm -hmm. Even if you have like a small task that you need to do, stop putting it off and just do it. It can be so easy to do it right in that moment. But Mm -hmm. we put it off and put it off until we feel ready to do it. And that's Mm -hmm. never going to work because we're never going to be ready. But I do want to say just like a side note, if you didn't accomplish everything that you set out to accomplish this year, that is completely fine.
0: Yeah. And there
1: is no pressure at all to have done everything there is to do Mm -hmm. that you had on your to-do list at the beginning of 2020 this year, because again, need I say more? It was an absolute crazy year. And even if it wasn't, we're not made to accomplish every single thing on our to-do list in one year. I mean, Mm -hmm. like these things can go on for however long you want them to. And like, obviously it's nice to have a deadline for things and it's nice to have an ideal time that you want those things to get done. But if you Mm -hmm. didn't, for whatever reason, it's okay. And you can still do it. And I think like I personally have always gotten stuck in this cycle of if I don't do something by a certain time, then I don't do it at all. Mm -hmm. Or even with like fitness, for example, like you go on a fitness journey and you're doing really well. You're eating healthy, you're exercising, you're waking up early, you're drinking your juice and suddenly you eat a cupcake (laughs) and suddenly it's over. Like the fitness back. Exactly. The entire fitness journey is canceled out. You decide to not go through with it anymore because you messed up. Quote unquote, messed up. (laughs) You didn't do what you had set out to do and you made a mistake according to your plan. But the only way to fix it is to forgive yourself and then move on and Mm -hmm. keep doing the thing that you were setting out to do. So, just like with anything that you plan to do in 2020, it's okay if you didn't make an insane amount of progress because there's always today, there's always tomorrow. And we have a fresh new year coming up where you can set realistic goals as to how you're going to get there. Mm -hmm. So there's always grace and like, we just need to remind ourselves that.
0: Yeah. Grace always. That's been a theme too for 2020. Mm -hmm. Just showing yourself, not only yourself, grace, but the people around you, because we can't all be like performing robots all the time. Mm -hmm. Of course we have commitments, obligations out of respect for the people that that involves. Like we need to do our best to keep them. But if your desire to start this journey of yours, whether it's a fitness one or a work related one, or even like a YouTube channel or something, like just think about the core mission. And for instance, like with fitness, like if your mission is to just feel healthy every single day, day in and day out, rather than let's say like not eat any sugar for the rest of your life, because how realistic or tangible is that? Mm -hmm. Then, You're going to be a lot more motivated to stay on track, even if you have those little bleeps in between. And that's fine. Those buffers are going to be great points of self reflection. Be like, okay, why do I crave this? Why do I want this? And what is it actually doing for me? That's a benefit. Mm -hmm. And if it's just like an instant gratification thing, Mm -hmm. then maybe I should rephrase my mindset to where I want to. Like, delay that gratification so that it's more meaningful in the end.
1: Yeah. And also, make sure that you're doing it for the right reasons. Mm -hmm. Whether, like, especially with fitness, I find this all the time. Like, people will do it so that other people will think that they look really great. But a lot of the times, it has to just come from you. All the time, it has to come from you with anything. So, make sure that you're doing it for yourself and you're doing it to feel healthy and have a longer life. Like, Do it for the right reasons. And Mm -hmm. I think it's always a mix of passion and discipline. Because you need to be driven by passion or else it's gonna be a hassle on your life. It's gonna feel like a burden on your shoulders and no one wants to feel that. And Mm -hmm. it'll just never get you to the goal. So make sure that you are actually passionate about it and then have that be mixed with a sense of discipline. So Mm -hmm. I mean, like you said, like life happens, but also like you do have to have sort of deadlines out of respect for people make sure that you are able to give yourself that healthy sense of discipline. Yeah. And make like plans for yourself. Like, okay, I'm gonna wake up at maybe I can't wake up at 6 30, but I can do 7.30 or I can mm-hmm. do eight. Something that's realistic for
0: you but also challenging yeah. at the same time. Yeah, it's all about progress and growth. Like even if it's the tiniest improvement, that's still growth. And if you're on like a consistent linear path of growth, mm-hmm. then who knows where you could be in a year. I talked about this quote before, but a lot of people overestimate what they can accomplish in a short period of time, like a year Mm -hmm. and underestimate what they could accomplish in 10. So on that topic, I mean, everyone deals with this procrastination. It's a bitch. (laughs) Like, honestly, like it could be so (laughs) frustrating. And I felt this way. But the thing I realized recently is that not only is it because you're afraid to fail, it's because you want something to happen so, so badly. So it's actually somewhat a good thing and it's something a lot of high achievers struggle with because they want to accomplish this dream, execute this vision, make things happen, but they hold themselves to such a high standard of perfection and success that The fear of failure is magnified, essentially. And so when you want to overcome that, you need to first figure out, okay, why the hell am I experiencing this? And is it because I am really, really just desiring this to happen, but I'm worried about am I good enough? I love that. And
1: I want to talk about an example of just what this looks like, because Mm -hmm. people view procrastination as simple laziness. Like you're just putting it off, you're yeah, lazy, you can't get out of bed true. and do a thing. It's not true. Far from the truth. So, this is an example. You consciously do not study for an exam, a huge exam that's coming up that you know you need to study for, you know you can't wing it, and you decide to not study at all. Maybe you'll go through a few notes the night before the exam, but other than that, you have not given it your all and you know it. <laughs> you've, you've procrastinated any sort of effort in this class. If you fail, and you do poorly, you can lean on the fact that you didn't put in your all. That is the root of this theory that procrastination is being caused by circumstances. Well, also by perfectionism. Yeah, like, By wanting to do so well and knowing that perfection can never be fulfilled and leaning on the fact that you didn't put in all the effort because had you put in your 100% and
0: still failed mm-hmm. you wouldn't be able to accept that defeat if that makes sense no i completely agree like that was my mindset all the time like especially in high school if i like put in all my effort and i don't get a good grade then i'm just not naturally intelligent and so you fear your genetic just physical limitations mm-hmm. and so you're fearful that no matter what effort you put in, Mm. like you're never going to get there because you're just not meant to do that thing or you're not good at anything. But guys, think about growth mindset versus fixed. Like growth is that you can learn literally any skill. And this is actually really backed up by this Ted talk that this wonderful person did. I forget his name but he talked about this guy who was like a professional wrestler and they became a world champion in chess. Mm -hmm. And it was totally different mind versus physical, but by exercising growth mindset and believing that you can learn any skill, any skill, even if you don't have inherent like qualities that are associated with being good at that, whether it's extroversion or just like good memory or good communication skills, anything can be developed. Whereas fixed is like, this is who I am. These are my limitations and I'm never going to be good at certain things. And that's really, really bad to have. Like I'm not a math person. I'm not a communicator. I'm not a social person, whatever. Extroversion, introversion, it's a lot about like how you receive energy And that's really different from developing a skill. Even if you're introverted, you could be an extremely good conversationalist and everything takes practice. And so the big thing with procrastination is that whenever you're dealing with an unpleasant task, like actual pain receptors are going off in your brain, Mm -hmm. like telling you avoid this, avoid this, whatever. And so you get a dopamine hit by doing something that's immediately gratifying, whether it's watching a YouTube video or going on Instagram, et cetera. So to overcome that, you need to first accept that the pain is going to occur in the beginning because it's unfamiliar. There's a huge learning curve, whatever. But then After you start, like 25 minutes, 30 minutes, like the pain is going to ease and you're going to see the finish line. It's going to be so amazing and like glorious. So have you ever felt that way with something? With everything, honestly. I mean, we talked about this during
1: the semester. I don't know when exactly it was, but we were talking about if we had a project that was due that night, how we would literally up until the last minute, like be procrastinating it and consider like even think about, Okay. What if I decided to completely stop working right now, (laughs) go to bed, just like never turn this in, like what would happen? Worst case scenario. (laughs) And I think that plays into it. It's kind of like, oh gosh, I do this all the time too. When I'm studying, I will get really frustrated at myself for not being able to focus. And so I'll reward myself with a YouTube video uh, to get that little hit of dopamine. And it feels so good in the moment. It feels like, okay, I'm relaxing. This is great. I'm treasuring this little nugget of time that I have to relax and take a break from studying. But then I keep doing it and doing it and watching more videos and more videos. And it just keeps me further away from the actual task. Mm -hmm. And so I think there is, I mean, obviously there's a whole science to it. Once we realize that, we can start to just nip it in the bud and figure out how we're going to take ourselves out of it. Mm -hmm. And again, like it comes with that, sense of discipline for yourself Mm -hmm. like you have to put your phone in the other room you have to give Mm -hmm. your phone to a friend and tell them not to give it back to you until you are done doing what you need to do which we've done a few times for sure (laughs) and so like we know what the problem is like it's ourselves (laughs) yeah no you're right it's our responses to these things that are uncomfortable for us these Mm -hmm. things that make us have to focus for longer periods of time than we're used to or mm-hmm. comprehend difficult material that we're not used to seeing. And that's literally how you grow. Like it's all about yeah. being uncomfortable, and you have to be willing to put yourself into the situation, just Full like force. thrive in it and actually try in order to see growth.
0: Yeah. And the other thing is that if you are extremely prone to procrastination, like know your routine, know your habits. Like if procrastination is habitual for you, as in it's literally like automatic behavior, then there's a cue and there's a routine. So for instance, like you start studying, but you notice that there's so much material. That's the cue. And the routine is like watching a YouTube video instead or going on Instagram. So like delete those apps. If you have to block yourself on time limits, if you have to, but the main thing is that you start understanding that the pain and the ambiguity is going to fade over time. Like you have to have faith in yourself to do so. We like find so much satisfaction from winging something and then getting a good result. But know that that is the anomaly. Like if you have stayed up all night for an exam, which is actually really bad for your like memory intake Mm -hmm. and you've actually succeeded, then know that that is actually not a good indicator that procrastination works because it doesn't like it may be one in a million, whatever. So when you look at 2021, like we really want to just discuss like lifestyle and mindset shifts that we're going through. And one of the big ones for me is letting go of procrastination as in letting go of not only the feel, fear of failure, but the overwhelming desire that I have to succeed in this to have like good identity perception or just fulfill other people's standards or be at a point where I can be proud of myself because I'm proud of myself right now and you should be too. I love that. And I think that's something that 2020 has taught us more than anything is that we should just
1: be proud of what we did accomplish rather than focus on on what we didn't
0: yeah what are there like lifestyle and mindset shifts are you gonna do in 2021 yeah so I kind of touched on this earlier but doing what I can as soon as I can so
1: even if it's random texts that come in they add a lot of stress when you just build up these unanswered texts mm-hmm. and so I want to just respond as soon as I humanly can, because Mm -hmm. I noticed that's a habit of mine. I will kind of just wait until I'm seated. And I think that that's necessary. Obviously, if you need to craft like a very thoughtful response, but if I can answer on the spot, I want to. And so Mm -hmm. I want to be better just about replying in a timely manner. And then also just like any other thing that I and procrastinating. Like I want to do it as soon as I can. So if it's like read a chapter of a book, like I can easily do that during lunch, like while I, you know, eat a salad or something. And so, <laughs> so healthy. well, cause it's like you wait until you are in a quote unquote perfect scenario to do so. Like you're in your ideal study space, but yeah. you can actually just do it, really easily, like wherever you are. And so Mm -hmm. I want to just be more resourceful with wherever I am, like doing the things that I can do in that moment. Um, And then also just like appreciating what I have here and now. And I mean, I always try to do this in general, but I think especially after this year, like just appreciating what there is in my life and who is in my life. The fact that, you know, our families are healthy and Mm -hmm. everybody is safe. So sorry if this year has brought more tragedy than anything to you. It's been a difficult one and we just want to say like our condolences, but yeah, I think family is so important. So yeah. just appreciating that and appreciating their presence in my life, the fact that they are always supporting me throughout everything. Then of course, saying yes to challenges that will grow me. That's a continual thing, but mm-hmm. definitely want to focus on that in this next year as it'll be in the year that I graduate and the year that I start working, hopefully just saying yes to things that scare me. And that's always going to be super important.
0: Yeah, I agree. And the other thing for me is that I want to shift my motivation a little bit because I think my motivation this 2020 has been a little bit more focused on growth as far as like social media accounts and podcasts and like other side hustles, whatever. And it's also been focused on results like very very tangible results that i can measure to be like okay like i'm actually improving at what i'm doing and what i'm doing is going to not only gain more traction every time but also be something viable that i could do like sustainably and i want to shift my motivation from these temporary gratifying goals to more of the journey and the day to day of inching towards that goal because What I found out recently is that short-term goals, like checking it off a to-do list or meeting that outcome that you wanted, like it's actually really temporary. Like the satisfaction that you receive from Mm -hmm. that, you accomplish it, you get like the high of like, oh my gosh, I did it, yay. And then you move on to the next one, but it doesn't sustain you to the point where you're gonna be happy, like long-term presently in your life towards that goal. And so rather than using these goals And these like meaningless metrics at times. Like, I wanna just enjoy the fact that I'm doing it and enjoy the fact that I'm simply just putting myself out there and enjoying the day to day of progress, like Mm -hmm. I said before. And also making memories that are lasting. Take the chances to do things with friends that you normally wouldn't be able to, whether it's an outing or just a fun project or creative content, or even going a little out of your way to get coffee with someone you haven't caught up with in years, like even if it's inconvenient for you, like the return on that lasting different memory, like the uniqueness of it is going to feel you <laughs> with a life that's a lot more interesting and fun and exciting and do projects that are outside of your comfort zone. And those are important diversity in your day to day. And that's also something I want to incorporate in 2021.
1: Yeah, I love that. I think that the friend thing that you said was so good and relatable because we oftentimes like push it off and we say, like, oh, next time or when it's more convenient. But Mm -hmm. friendships, you know, are two way street. And I think that that's so good. Like, go out of your way sometimes for someone Mm -hmm. and make sure that you maintain those contacts. I think that's honestly the most rewarding thing. And also, as far as like enjoying the journey, what I wanted to say about our whole like procrastination section was. That starting isn't as scary as you think. And as soon as you are sitting at your laptop, mm-hmm. open with the doc, it's actually fairly simple to just start. And it can be comfortable if you set yourself up to be comfortable mm-hmm. and to enjoy the actual work. And so that's gonna be a huge thing, like for me too. I'm just gonna adopt your little mindset shift. making it a priority to enjoy the work. Procrastination causes more stress and it makes us to where like we resist wanting to do that again mm-hmm. because our experience with that was so negative, but yeah. we can actually make it to where it's enjoyable for us mm-hmm. to actually do the work. And it doesn't feel
0: like hard work. Yeah. And planning is good to a point as in, if you have a tangible checklist, like step one, step two, step 10, then obviously you're going to be way more likely to do it. Cause you're like, Oh, this is simple. Like I'm not struggling with researching how to do this anymore. But if you are an over planner, this is actually where procrastinators also like thrive because planning is not doing like planning is simply dreaming and conjuring up a vision that is very idealistic and hopeful. Mm-hmm. So don't Dwell on the planning phase too much and I think it's really good Whenever someone does give you advice to counteract it and like doubt it a little bit with a little bit of skepticism Mm -hmm. So that you know that it could apply to you personally and that also like whatever worked for them may not work for you and that's okay, but you need to find something that does work for you. So 2021 for me is going to be about understanding myself on a really deeper level, like journaling every day, like breaking down, like why do I feel this way? Why do I feel this positive, this negative, this bitter, this sad, this excited, whatever, and understanding your triggers so that if planning is a place that leads to procrastination, which it has done for me mm-hmm. in the past, because I'll plan so much <laughs> to an exhaustive point where I'm like, oh my gosh, this is way too much work. I'm overwhelmed. I'm just not going to do it. Mm -hmm. And it's almost intentional. It's almost like self-destructive. Yeah. And so recognize that if you are doing that to yourself with goals, make sure that they're like, Smart guys, <laughs> as in this action actually an acronym that I like love, but like specific, as in they're actually something you can do that is time bound, you know, like something that you can measure, something that's actually achievable, not like, oh, I'm gonna like blow up on TikTok mm-hmm. in the next month. Like, no, that's not even measurable, too. It's super like ambiguous and then also relevant to what you want in life and the sources of joy that bring you happiness the most because you don't want to do things simply out of oh, like I just want to be productive. You want everything to have intention and purpose. Yeah. So the
1: acronym just to give it to you guys, if you want to take notes on this is specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time bound. And I'm going to put that in my planner. (laughs) <laughs> so that way I can just remind myself set smart goals. Yes. I think being extremely specific is the key to it because mm-hmm. I always do that too. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to, I mean, not necessarily blow up on TikTok, but that was a really great example. Like <laughs> I'm going to start a YouTube channel and by the end of the year, I'll have a million subscribers. Like let's be honest, like let's good be, luck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you need to make again, like realistic goals and just be really specific about what you want to do. So, if you want to read a book a month, I feel like that's a pretty specific goal. It's pretty attainable. Yeah. It's pretty pretty measurable. And it's just one of those things that fits perfectly into this whole Smart Goals thing. Yeah. Other than saying like, I'm going to read more this year. Yeah.
0: And you could also like really improve your life by reading a book a year Mm -hmm. or a book a month, sorry. Mm -hmm. Like I really want to do that more because reading, oh my gosh, even listening to podcasts, Mm -hmm. but reading, think about all the time that went into that author, putting together the research if it's more of a self-help, like motivational or like historical book. And I think that's why books are so valuable. They're literally like mini gold mines. Mm -hmm. And I really want to start reading more in 2021 (laughs) because I mean, we both used to be like such avid readers. Mm -hmm. Like literally- I was a librarian in middle school. Everyone was in like physical education, like being athletic. And I was like, had my nose in a book? So I love that. (laughs) I miss that honestly, but Mm -hmm. we can both do it. Like we both have our Kindle app and like, yeah, that's what you use, right. For reading. Yeah. And I actually downloaded audible recently because I started listening to books in the car and I downloaded two guys. If you, Want to learn about investing? The most important thing, super good. And if you want to learn about success and just being like way more proficient in your career and your life, then Tools of Titans by Tim Ferriss. Mm -hmm. Oh, I've heard of that one. Mm -hmm. I also downloaded that one. They have like a two for one sale right now on Audible, so get those (laughs) while you can. And that's pretty much it, guys, for how to go into 2021 with a lot more intentionality.
1: A lot of info there, but if you're taking notes, if you're just listening to this while you're at your desk or something, make sure that you at least glean a few things from it. I feel like we Uh definitely gave a lot of insight into multiple aspects of life, just regarding lifestyle and mindset, and we want you guys to have an amazing 2021, and I think it's going to be a good one. But moving on to our last segment, my personal favorite, endearing awkwardness. (laughs) We're going to talk about a couple of awkward stories, starting with yours.
0: Oh my gosh. Okay, so... There are very, very few times that I've been rejected, like, ever. Wow. And and for Oh, not not (laughs) for me. Like, I'm just saying, like, girls in general. Yeah. Girls in general are way less likely to get rejected because they're less likely to put themselves out there. It's just a Mm, societal thing. And so this story is a painful one. And it's when I got rejected over Instagram DMs, guys. This is honestly crazy that I'm putting this out there, but this is how vulnerable we've gotten on this podcast. Basically, I had a guy friend that I was like really interested in and I thought he was so smart and like an engineer and just like, you know, just so put together and really cool and whatever. And we were in this organization together and I was like, oh my gosh, like I would, you know, like, love to just hang out with him outside of our organization. So like I should ask him. So I just start DMing him and I'm like, Hey, like, you know, I'd love to grab some food sometime. And then he's like, Oh, Sorry, like I'm going out of town Thursday <laughs> and, and like and I won't be back for a while, whatever. And I literally asked him on like Monday. Oh my so gosh. There was like so much room between Monday and Thursday to go. <laughs> and so he was just like, I'm Jeez. really busy. And of course, like being me and being a little adamant, like I was like, okay, well, I could work around that. And basically, like if people are trying to tell me something but they're trying to tiptoe around it. Like sometimes I'm the type of person I'm like, just tell tell me what you're thinking. Like mm-hmm. I just want to know the truth. You know, which bit me, like definitely this time around. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, Yeah, I'm busy. And so I was like, oh gosh. <laughs> I think I said something like, Oh, well, you know, if you're currently not looking for anything, then that's okay. Like just let me know. So I just wanted to like be let known. Mm-hmm. And so he basically like left me on read. For like days basically, and I was so embarrassed. I was mortified. Like honestly, this isn't even a laughing matter. Like it's absolutely devastating. <laughs> but eventually, like he got back to me and he was like, Hey, sorry, I just saw your message. Even though he, he like left for you could so, see that it's on red. Yeah, honestly, like super hilarious. Actually, sad. But, but oh my God. And so he was like, he was like, <sighs> um, yeah. So sorry. I'm actually not looking for anything right now. But thanks so much. And so it was super nice. But you for me, it was really literally hard. so mortifying. So if you've ever been rejected, please share your story with us. I relate with that too. I'm sure a lot of people do. Mm-hmm. But hey, you're fine now.
1: Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but yeah, as far as um, my enduring awkwardness story. This is not necessarily a story like in one setting this Mm -hmm. happened but like over the period of like a year So I worked in a boutique for about a year and a half Uh, I would go back for holidays and stuff and help help out there at the store and I really loved it It was a great great first job (laughs) I basically was I'm a very clumsy person uh, always have been I've always spilled water at restaurants always been the one to just drop things, break things, my mom's plates, things like that. (laughs) I don't know why. So I worked at this boutique and we had a lot of breakables. (laughs) It started out with this one time I was putting a bracelet on Oh, I don't even know what it was. It was like a roll and mm-hmm. you basically have to like stretch the bracelet out. Like it's like a cotton roll. And I put the bracelet onto the roll and I stretched it too much. So like it burst and all the beads go all over the floor. Um, <laughs> I never told anybody about that. <laughs> oh. Um, it was like a $15 bracelet. So I don't know, but my old boss's listening to this, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> everything else she does know about though. So there was this other time where I was modeling a like swell bottle mm-hmm. and it was like going to be such a great shoe. I felt really cute that day. She was so excited about my outfit and my hair and whatever. <laughs> and I had the, the cup in my hand because it was uh, like an athletic photo shoot.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And of course, I drop it onto the gravel and it literally causes this ginormous dent in the bottom of the cup. And of course, like we had to take it off the floor. We couldn't oh, sell man. it because it was damaged. <laughs> um, and then the last one was just like, breaking the store steamer so obviously we have to steam all the clothes that come in it is a very tedious task like it can be fun but it's like super tedious um especially for fabric that just won't get smooth like it's Uh really frustrating anyway literally off topic but i (laughs) basically just like one day i was taking the water filter from the steamer to the bathroom to fill it up Mm -hmm. and i dropped it all on the floor. And out came the remaining water that was left. And of course it like literally cracked in half, but there were just all of these things that I did wrong. And somehow I still got the, I still had the job. Like that was, you know, the best part, but the most memorable one too was when my boss asked me to warm up her birthday cake. We got her this oh like nothing bun cakes, like delicious, oh, like white chocolate so raspberry, sweet. super cute cake. And I was like, sure. Like I would love to warm up your cake. Like it's super whatever. So I take her cake to the microwave and instead of putting it for like 10 seconds, which I think is the max that you should put it for without Mm -hmm. the frosting melting, I put it for like 45 seconds and I wasn't watching it. And so I, the microwave beeps and I take the cake out and it's literally a puddle, like disgusting puddle of mush. Like the frosting melted everywhere. And like, I don't know what I was thinking, but I brought it back to her like that. And I was like, here you go. And she just looked at me up and down. Like, um, what happened? I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like, I really just give me another piece. Like I'll go warm it up. And she's like, no, it's okay. I'm not going to have any cake. And it was, I don't know what it was like all of these constant things. And like my coworkers still make fun of me to this day about like breaking the steamer, just like messing all these things up. But, I think overall,
0: like, I ended off on a pretty good note. That's hilarious. Working a minimum wage job is something everyone should do in their life, <laughs> and it does teach you a lot about humility and just, like, embarrassing moments that you can never take back because yeah, you're, like, on the job, but
1: that's how you learn. Yeah. So, if that's you, honestly, just hang in there. Try to not drop anything. Try to not break yeah, anything. try not to spill things. Yeah, and if your boss is, like, not firing you after all of that, then just be really gracious and yeah. say thank you to your boss for hanging in there and being really patient with you because yeah. I'm sure that like any other boss probably would have fired their employee if oh they were God. breaking all their stuff. Um, but this, I mean, this yeah. was kind of like spread out over the course of like
0: two-ish years. So mm-hmm. I think it was okay. <laughs> I'm honestly impressed by how loud your voice has gotten in the past, like two minutes, like, because I'm always telling Emma to like up her volume a little bit. Cause we have to like balance it out through this one podcast, mic, And she's been like very loud these past few minutes. I'm like, this is going to sound, this is my story of passion. Yeah. This might sound odd, but if you're listening, this is why. So yeah, as a final sign off, we'll see you next week. Okay. Love you. Bye.